Hello, everyone, and welcome to an all-new episode of the SM Football Marks Podcast. Uh, Palace, your host, and my co-host, Abe, in the house. What's up? What's going on, buddy? Week one's in the books. Um, where do you want to start off? A lot of stuff to get into before we get into week two. Let's go with the uh, Bucks and the Cowboys game. Recap. Let's go, baby. Where do you want to start with this? Um, I mean, I was impressed by the Cowboys on the Dallas side with the offense and especially how Dak uh, came back from the injury. Yeah, let me ask you real quickly, or I want to get after you real quick. You're, you have not been the biggest Dak supporter on this no. show. But, you know, I I consider you to be a fair guy and give somebody their props. Like, how do you think he fared in his, in his opening game after coming back from injury? And all the speculation with his shoulder and everything. Uh, do you give him, like, are you a believer now? Or do you think this was like a... It's a short-term thing. Like, what are your thoughts? I want to know uh, what you're thinking about your quarterback. I mean, I I believe in him now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, watching him play against the Bucks defense. I mean, it's pretty much was Dak versus Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, back it was back and forth. Uh, I mean, they both had you know picks, uh, but I mean, I think Dak Dak moved the ball well, mm-hmm. um, and and same thing with Tom. Uh, it all relied on our defense of course where we couldn't guard Antonio Brown and and Gronkowski Godwin um <laughs> real quickly for the audience uh Abe texted me uh I remember exactly when it happened and he was like hey Brady doesn't know what to do with the buck with the with the Cowboys defense and I was like what are you talking about this guy's like scoring touchdowns like nothing and then the next the next play is Antonio Brown uh on a on a route just from a blown coverage but still Regardless, yeah, Brady our, was getting it done. Our Anthony Brown, on the other end, was just getting torched all night by Antonio Brown. Uh, pretty <laughs> sad, pretty sad. But like I said, um, I mean, really impressed with Dak's uh, play. And, uh, I mean, I hope it continues on. Um, this was a really a hard-fought game. We actually should have won. Uh, our, you can say anything for the Bucks because our, well, our if kicker, it weren't for those two turnovers, like uh, that game would have been over. Well, yeah, but then it wouldn't have been as close. You, as it do, do you want to bring up the uh, offensive pass interference? The final play. I mean, um, that, I mean, we can. Uh, uh, I mean, that could have gone either way. Like I was replaying that uh, that specific play like over and over, and I, the media was obviously, of course. If you show it in slow motion, yeah, it looks egregious, but also like. And I'm not trying to defend it either because, again, it could have gone either way. Like, they could have called it and I would have been, all right, whatever. Um, right. It still would have been enough time for Brady to come back anyway. Um, but Godwin doesn't extend fully. And also, there's, like, acting from that part of the from that part of the Cowboys defender where he's, like, oh, flopping back. Like, oh my, like, his head's, like, bouncing back. Like, dude, calm down. Like, mm. it's not like he, like, re- and plus he was in a... He was in a weird position because the way his body was turning, like that's an unnatural catch, and only Brady could have put that ball in that position. So it's not like it'd be one thing if if Tom Brady was throwing overhead, but he was throwing back shoulder. So I mean, it could have gone either way. Like you know, obviously it went towards the way of the Bucks, but you know, I I certainly wouldn't have made a big deal out of it had it you know been called. That's true. I really thought this game was going to be a blowout. I mean, I know I made a prediction that week of it being like 38, like 17. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still, I mean, with, with the Bucks winning, I mean, I'm still on the uh, undefeated train. Uh, now it looks, I mean, they have a, a fairly easy schedule now from now until I think around Thanksgiving, maybe 
early December. I, I mean, think. you say that, and on paper, yeah, maybe yes, but also like everybody's going to be looking to knock them off because they're the reigning champs. Can I mean, they though? I mean, you know, I mean, if they're going to be into battles like they, they were with the Cowboys, where it's like week to week, like teams are going to step up. Um, maybe harder for for that undefeated season. I mean, I'm still going to try it because this is the one season for it to. If it's going to happen, it's going to be this year. But also, like they lost uh, Sean Murphy Bunting for a couple weeks. That's a huge blow to the defense, even though they've got a, a, a little bit of depth there. Defense didn't play particularly well. No. Freaking C.D. Lamb was getting open as shit. And I mentioned this on my Facebook video post the game. It was like, dude, that guy, like, it didn't matter where he was. I was like, triple, cut, like, double, triple cover him. Just like they took away Evans from the game. Evans didn't yeah, they, anything. Yeah, that was, so I'll yeah. give the defense props on that. But that paved the way for, like, Gronk and Brown and, and Godwin. So, I mean, yes, the, the Bucks are loaded on offense. But for me right now, I'm more worried about the defensive side of things. Yeah, and uh, they got to tighten up there, especially on the in the secondary. I mean, if Antonio Brown plays like he played this game, I mean, I don't see them. Uh, I mean, I see them being able to keep up with any other team that tries to, uh, you know, do the same thing. Maybe the Cowboys did, like it was back and forth yeah. scoring. I'm um, sure. Uh, I'm sure, like the the Bucks coaching staff doesn't have them like high up on the list. But you know Brady wants to make him his number one, right? Because that's just like yeah, it's an unbeatable combination. It's it's almost like a, I don't know if it's close to the Randy Moss level, but it's the closest thing to it, right? In terms of like a, hey man, I'm gonna let it rip and you you go get it and he'll make it happen, right? But uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how that continues to evolve. Even though Brady's not like that, he's gonna give it to the player that's the most open, so he doesn't care who it is as long as they're in the right spot for the for the catch. Right, so I believe I saw something on Twitter today where it said that Tom Brady, like, plans or sees himself playing to, like, 55. 55? No, I heard 50. I was watching. Was it 50? It was 50 because it, it was a thing he did with Gronk where they were answering fan mail, and they asked if he could see himself playing to 50. And he said, he said it's not impossible. He said, like, he feels good and he could do it. Let's say he does, like, like hypothetically, and let's say he plays, like, decent, like, well enough. Is it going to look bad on Bill Belichick for not trying to do more to sign him? Because it's like you're basically getting like a a third prime act with Brady. And it's like, man, you could have like continued to win consistently with Tom playing at a high level. What are your thoughts on that? Hypothetically, if you could place the 50. Is well, it the worst, one of the worst decisions? No, I mean, Belichick? I, I mean, it, well, for Belichick, yes. Because yeah, I'm I mean, saying, for, I'm saying uh, in terms of his legacy, in terms yeah. of him being the GM. Yeah, it's it's you should why, why get rid of him? I mean, he's he's what does he have the best off-season program like he keeps himself in shape. Uh I mean, he looks really good. Yeah. Um and then playing as well. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I think Belichick is kind of let him go. It shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Uh I would have kept him. Yeah. I'm not saying like the new era with Mac Jones, but I mean, if you figure like if you had Tom Brady, and then you drafted Mac Jones, and then you had Mac Jones studying off of him. I mean, shit, yeah. you know? You think, I think, uh, let's say they still had Brady. I think Mac Jones still would have been around, like, in the late rounds where you could have gotten him. Possibly, yeah. So, I mean, it could have worked out, but, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting to see. So, if Brady does end up playing longer than 45, and then if he does and plays at a high level, it's going to look bad on Belichick. Real bad. <laughs> um, but, I mean, Brady's an anomaly. Like, I, kn- I know players are like, oh... I can see myself playing for this long, but the thing is, Brady's like, 
I don't know if you've ever watched the Tom versus Time thing on Facebook. Like that guy's just obsessed with football. Like I don't think like these younger kids. Like yeah, they may be more athletic and, and all that stuff. I don't think they're as obsessed with the game, and mm-hmm. it, it's going to be interesting. Like I, I wonder like Mahomes. Like I know he he wants to win as much as Brady, but like, are you committed? Are you watching film in the off season? Like yeah, psychotically the way Brady does. You know, learning the craft and working on your like you know mechanics and all that stuff. It's just going to be very interesting. But that was a that was a little newsworthy this week. Um, let's talk about other. I mean, do you have anything more to add on this game? Uh, I mean, it was it was a great game. I'm, I I I said it on my Facebook video. I gave the Cowboys a lot of props, and this is coming from someone that's always teasing Cowboys Nation and all that stuff. But they played a hell of a game. Uh, did a, a high number. It was the best opening uh, season a game since 2015. So. Uh, that just goes to show you, like, not only because it's the Cowboys. I know the Cowboys usually draw ratings. But the fact that the game came down to the wire it was like a playoff game. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be mad if this were the NFC Championship game. So, And I, I don't know if you remember. I did I did really early on predict, like, ridiculously, Bucks cowboys nfc Championship. Yeah, you did. But speaking of the Cowboys, let's talk about some of the – Injuries that they sustained, including uh, didn't somebody get COVID also as well? Uh, Randy Gregory. Okay, and uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Lawrence is going to be out like, six to eight weeks. Damn, that's a, I mean, and the defense is not. I mean, they played well, yeah, in the opener, but you know, well now you're out. You're both right end and left ends uh, on defensive line, but you're not worried. I'm not. Because now you're putting it all on deck, and you're going to have to see more from Elliott. We knew he wasn't going to do anything Thursday because that Bucks run defense is just well, incredible. They, they both took the running backs out, so it was just pretty much like a a, a, a passing kind of game, uh, pretty much. But I'm not too worried. Um, I feel like Micah Parsons will like get back into reality because he kind of looked lost. He was person. also everywhere, though. Yeah, God, he was everywhere. Damn, but I, mean, I was scared I, of that guy. I knew he was a little confused at times on the on the uh, on the plays but i mean i think he'll bounce back um they still have uh uh nikhil harry that will oh no not nikhil harry um i can't remember the guy from uh atlanta I had a little atlanta atlanta he used to be in atlanta oh my god i think it's a uh, neil there we go neil okay now he's uh, a linebacker as well so i think they're gonna switch it up a little bit um they're gonna look at some some uh help I do know that there's a couple of free agents out there, and they said uh, uh, Jaquan Quan. Mm-hmm. Um, he might they might do like one of those like prove it contracts, you know? Because I know he was asking for big money, which yeah. is why he's still a free agent. I know Sherman's still out there. I think they were talking a possibility because of Anthony Brown getting burned. I remember when uh, Richard Sherman tried to break into his girlfriend or uh, <laughs> whatever's house. <laughs> uh, I like how the media forgot about all that, yeah, but they, whatever. They definitely forgot. About it. They, it was just like water under the bridge. There was there's, yeah. there's video on that. Yeah. Whatever. Media media have biases. It's whatever. Cause it's because he's woke. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah. Props to the Cowboys. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with these injuries. Um, I think they're going to become too Dak reliant. And that's usually the case, and as our little friend Jake likes to say, no Dak, no chance. Yeah. Um, actually, that kind of like I mean, we I poke at him for that, but if you were to lose him, like that's it. Like you we, don't have nothing. We don't have, have no I chance. Mean, and and also, so we're I'll give out, props for saying that. We're uh, going to hear that a lot. We're going to be without Gallup too. 
because he got injured. Oh, yeah. See? All injured for a week. So now, you know, you have Cooper and CD Lamb, and then now you got to rely on your tight ends, Jarwin. Josh Gordon's out there. <laughs> True. Uh, man, who knows? Possibility. But, I mean, Zeke needs to step up, too, though. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, what, what, did, what did you learn from re- week one? I know it's week one. But what did you see this weekend that you like? Oh my god! Specifically, um, anything I, top of your head? A couple of games I'm going to talk about. For, well, not too in depth, but I just want to give uh, about Matthew Stafford. Holy cow! His Ram debut. I mean, yeah, you said it was against the Bears. No, no, I'm, I'm going to give him his props. But, well, but I mean, damn! Like, I think that's what the L.A. Rams needed. You know, um, I think they were talking. I think the reporters were saying during the game. Uh, Sean McVay didn't want to be a teacher. He didn't want a teacher student. He wanted like a brother type. And that's yeah, what he yeah. got with Stafford because Stafford's already been in the game for so mm-hmm. long. Um, they, he connected really well. Um, also, the Texans surprised the hell out of me with um, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, I really thought uh, the Jags were going to do this. And also, speaking of the Jags, there's a little bit of like a whole like distraction with USC college having like an open vacancy. So my Urban Meyer is like, no, I'm committed to the Jags and and building this you know franchise. Or, or People this. are saying he's gonna bail. Well, now they're <laughs> now now they're connecting him to that job, and it's just like, is he gonna bail? I mean, it's been known in the past where some of these college coaches come and take these NFL jobs, yeah. and they don't succeed, and they like feel like they need to push the panic button and abandon. Yeah. So I mean, he's saying he's gonna stick, but I mean that's been said before. I'll give him the season, but like, yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire. I guess with this I, stuff, I think if I've that, been hearing some stuff too. Yeah, so I think if that USC job like lingers around for a little bit i mean i don't know if we see he goes down oh two but um i mean but we know they're not gonna win a lot of games but no, I, I mean both you a, and i picked them i think right for yeah this, we, we this did past weekend. yeah we did but i mean tyrod taylor she's yeah. uh also i want to give uh, Jameis winston i know Ooh, i was hard on him <laughs> he didn't have a lot of yards passing but my god he was just connecting with touchdowns and he was moving the ball i mean alvin kamara he was spreading the ball around they don't have michael thomas yeah, they don't have him yet they don't uh, have him yet and and i i i was watching i know you gave me shit because you were like why are you watching this blowout <laughs> and you can but i'm like i'm i'm looking at aaron Rodgers, yeah. and i just i feel like he he doesn't want to be there. We all know he well, doesn't want okay. to be there. But I was, I, was, I was actually going to ask you. So, do you think they laid an egg, or do you think there's something deeper going on? Oh, uh, I don't. I mean, I don't think he'll have a game like that again this season or his career. But I just, I feel like he just was like, "Fuck it," you know, like like the urgency is not there. It's not like there. if he loses, he loses. Yeah, and and I feel the same way with uh, uh, Adams, Devontae Adams, because mm-hmm. they're both. I know they stopped negotiation talks with Adams as well. Yeah. They like he stopped, so I don't know if they're like plotting, but I figured they would ball out the so that way thing. they can get paid this off season. But I just I saw that game and I was just like, that's not Aaron Rodgers. I want this on record. I have Aaron Rodgers in fantasy. He's the biggest reason why I lost Week One to fucking Jake Ramirez of all people. Yeah. Uh, I'm giving him one more week. If he blows it against the Lions, who surprisingly came back. On the 49ers closely. Yeah. But if he blows it against Detroit, I'm benching him for Mac Jones and I'm dropping his ass. Like, I'm not wasting any time with that. So it might might be nothing, but we'll see. If he ends up, like, dropping 40 on the Lions, then I'm not going to worry. But it was just very strange. I, I didn't get to see any of that game. I was already at work or in the middle of work while that game was going on. Um but one of my buddies who's a huge Saints fan texted me the score, and I was like, what? Like, 
what happened here? Yeah. Jameis just balling out, and um, I don't know. I mean, again, it's week one, so you know the Texans showed out, the Eagles showed out against the Falcons. So, are do we really want to read into a lot of this stuff, or do we just want to see how it plays out after a couple of weeks? Yeah. Uh, also, Buffalo. I was kind of shocked that they lost yeah. at home. You know, the expectations were a little too high, possibly. But- or is Pittsburgh yeah, just getting back on track? But uh, I think Pittsburgh still got some issues, uh, especially like in the run game. I mean, you can't ask Ben Roethlisberger to throw like the way he was throwing last year, and that ended up being their downfall. Yeah. Um, Browns. I know everybody's poking at them and calling them choking and all that stuff, but they're going to be a good team. Like they're going to. I mean, it's freaking Kansas City. What did you expect? It's Patrick Mahomes. It's like yeah. you know who's the next best one other than Brady? It's him. So, I mean. For him to make a comeback like that, it's not shocking. Like, you know, the great quarterbacks know how to do that. You know, if the Browns want to get past that hump, like Baker's going to have to come up big in those moments. And we'll see later on in the season, but I'm not worried about them. And everyone's like, aha, they choked or whatever. But this is going to be a good loss for them. Like, they'll learn from it, hopefully. Yeah. Um, What else? Carson Wentz ended up playing week one. Like, where the fuck did that come from yeah and he wasn't too bad either he didn't look too bad uh, they played hey, the seahawks right yeah they played the seahawks he had a pair of touchdowns but um other than i mean it's C- seattle so that was gonna be really good exactly all of what is it all the nfc west won, won. all of the there was another division or, or, or they, the nfc north all lost I thought there was another division that went undefeated uh was afc it, was it the afc west afc west chargers won chargers. broncos won Raiders won, yes, and the freaking Chiefs won, and the so. Chiefs, yeah. So those those are, those are like your two best conferences or divisions in each conference, right? Excuse me. Um, anything else noteworthy? No, that's it on the on those. Okay. Um, I guess you want to talk a little bit more about fantasy. You, you won your week. You won big. Week yeah. Won. So props yeah, to you, reigning champ. It was one sixty five to one hundred seven. Folks, let me ask you. Let me ask you something, audience. This guy here, Abe, defending champion, gets the draft early oh. in the draft. I feel like a rule should be for and it, this. This is a hot take for me on any fantasy league. If the champion wins, they have to draft last. Like I, I, I just think it should be like like the real NFL draft. It was generated whatever by auto pick. Okay, commissioner. <laughs> but not props to you. Your team did freaking fantastic, and I look forward to our matchup, which is. NBC Sunday Night Football. I forgot what week it is. Game, I believe I told you it was uh, week Just, uh, six. There's going to be a lot of trash talk that week. You know, there's going to be there's bets on the line. I'm sure. I mean, we still have our bet for the Cowboys Panthers game, which I unfortunately am not going to be able to go. Uh, but our bet's still going to be going on. Ape's still going to represent this podcast well over there. Um, oh, week eight. Week eight is when we duel in fantasy. Like, I already gave you my hot take for my team. If Aaron Rodgers blows it again, I'm dropping him and starting Mac Jones. Cause, actually, let's talk about Mac Jones a little bit. Played particularly well against this uh, Dolphins defense. Yes. They lost only by one point. And, uh, you know, no picks, no sacks. Um, he, Patriots defense needs to step it up a little bit more, which I thought they were going to right out the gate. But right. Freaking he was, Tua. He was 29 of 39 for 281. Not bad. Like over like a sixty percent or almost sixty five percent like completion percentage yeah. on his passes, 
And he and he used Nelson Aguilar. I told you that guy was, you know. And uh, Damian Harris. Damian that's Harris. Guy, that's guy, that guy's going to be a beast as a running back. So any of your fantasy leagues out there, if you see him out there on the waiver wire, pick him up. Uh, that, that's That guy's going to be something, even though I think he did fumble late in that game. Yeah, but, he did. Eh, but that's you okay. Know. Miami defense is pretty good. I think I have them on one of my fantasy teams. So I went one and one in both of my leagues. How about you, Abe? How many leagues are you in? Uh, I'm in four. God bless. How do you do it? <laughs> I'm in four. So I, mean, I won. the max for me. I won in three and lost in one. Uh-huh. And that and, was because. And what happened I, in the one that you lost? I didn't uh, switch out OBJ. Uh, who did you I, have? I I didn't have any. I couldn't switch it on time. Mm, okay. So, and I had. Uh, See, that's what happened. That's why you don't do four I know, leagues. I know. And I had Devontae <laughs> Parker on the bench. I mean, not that he did any better, but I mean, he mm. had some kind of fantasy points. Uh, so, looking at projections for week two, are you. Projected to win I'm in, projected, our, in our league. I'm projected to lose. I think I'm also projected to lose. Yeah. Um, but I was projected to lose the first game. And I mean, you never know how these things are going to go. I mean, it's still we're, we're recording this on a Thursday right before the Giants and Washington football team game. So we'll get our picks in for that uh, before we start on week two. Tyler Hinkie. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about Fitzpatrick. Yeah. that's Is that, uh, was that probably the biggest quarterback yeah. Why is that the biggest injury? That's the right? biggest one. So Taylor Heineke is going to get the start, and we'll talk about that game in just a bit. But that, I think that's going to be a, I think it's going to be a positive. So the NFC East is looking very interesting. Uh, do you want to make of anything of the Philadelphia Eagles, or are you just chalk, chalking that up to it being Week One? Uh, I mean, Jalen Hurts looked good, mm-hmm. but I mean, of course, against it's against Atlanta. But Atlanta's got a loaded offense; they couldn't do shit. They couldn't like, do they couldn't do anything. But Jalen Hurts looked good. Jalen Rager, uh, I think that's how you say his name. Um, I, I, their defense is still good. They have a good defense. Yeah. I, I don't think we should count them out. Like, um, the, like, is it fair to say the NFC East is not maybe going to be the worst division this year? Might be the NFC AFC or NFC it, North. It could be the NFC North. Um, because the Vikings lost, right? I guess to the Bengals. Yeah. And and, and he, yeah. what's weird, because I know I had talked about Jamar Chase, like, dropping all these balls because he said that the ball is different in the NFL than it yeah, is yeah. in college. And I'm like, get the get the hell out of here with that yeah. shit. But he <laughs> balled out. Him and him and Burrow, oh, my gosh. I, I mean, it's kind of scary. I don't know. I mean, but, of course, that's week one. Right. Uh, but, but still, the Vikings have always had a decent enough defense. Yeah, they, so. they've got a decent defense. But, uh, I mean, I... I don't know. Um, Bengals could be something. I, I mean, yeah, I they're know. in a hard division, but so. they are. But I mean, they 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 balled out. So, yeah. um, I was gonna say maybe the NFC East, the Giants, but I know I'm real high on their on their defense. But I mean, they played. They were like toe to toe with Denver, and then they just, you know, Daniel Jones had a couple so it's, of it's the quarterback. Yeah, uh, Daniel. I Jones. think that's what's gonna hinder them. It, and, well, it's that, and and who's their head coach? That knucklehead Garrett. So of well, course, that's, that's a, he's the coordinator though. No, is he? No, isn't he the coach? No, the coach is freaking oh, the guy from. That's New right. That's right. Because I know they said that he called a play like on third and like I think fifteen or eighteen, and, and yeah. I can't remember what play it was, but he, they said that he ran the same play in Dallas, and they would always get stuffed. So yeah. I can't remember the play, but either <laughs> way, I was laughing because I was like typical, you know, Garrett. I don't know why I'm blanking on the coach's name on the Giants. That's going to bother uh, me for a bit. He used to be for the he used to be on the Patriots uh, coaching staff, which is why like their defense has been pretty stout like these right. last couple of seasons. Um, anything else? Uh, gosh, yeah, no, it's just uh, it's going to be a lot of week one overreactions across the board. I'm sure 
for those of you that listen to multiple like football podcasts and stuff, or if you watch your stuff on ESPN and uh, Fox Sports, it's just a lot of overreaction, and it's going to be a long season. So some of these teams that won big in week one, they may not really be good towards the end of the season. So Joe Judge. Joe Judge. God bless. Okay. All right. Um, we good on the fantasy front? We are. Yeah. Well, so I'm on one. You're one and oh. We'll see what, where we're so at goes. come week eight. The big showdown. The big Sunday night game. Um, do you want to jump into week two? Power rankings or? Week oh, yeah, yeah. My God. Let's do that. Sorry. We got- uh, so we have our power ranking teams that we're going to do every week. Uh, first, before the rankings, how do we do uh, in uh, pickums? On picks. Robert, you came out with eight and eight. Let's go even, and then I went seven and nine. Yikes! It's all right. Early, it's early in the season. Early. There's going to be some surprises, and um, again, folks, we're doing this. Uh, this is the first time we're seeing each other talking about notes, so we're not going to know who's picking who in, in the week two matchups. So everything's going to be fresh, and we're going to be reacting to each other's uh, picks here. Uh, and then our power rankings. Do you want? How do you want to do this? You want to just you want to list your teams first? You want to go. Me five, you five, me four, you four. Do you want to do it like that or just listen? Uh, we can we can go back and forth. Okay. I'll uh, let you I'll, go first. I'll go first. My number five, I put – I mean, they probably should have been a little higher, but I have them at five. The New Orleans Saints, uh, powerhouse team. They came out. Jameis Winston, proven point. You know, he could still be, you know, balling out. Um, so I have New Orleans. Their, their defense looked pretty good as well. I know we kind of wrote off uh, the Saints kind of being like uh, – in rebuilding just because they yeah. lost Drew Brees. But we have to remember that Drew Brees was injured during a lot of these last few seasons, and other players stepped in, and the Saints were just fine, including, like, Bridgewater went in at one point and got it done. So. Right. I think they went, what, 5-0 and so I think Bridgewater? We, yeah. So I yeah. think we underestimate this team as a whole, and Sean Payton just as an overall head coach. Like, we have to give him more props as far as, like, being one of the best in the business. Uh, my number five is the San Francisco 49ers. Came out swinging huge. Uh, I know it was against the Detroit Lions, even though they made a rally late. I don't know what happened there. Um, there was trade-offs between Jimmy G and uh, Trey Lance. So we saw a lot of that this weekend. The Bears did it with Fields and, and just, uh, Fields and uh, Dalton. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think the 49ers are, are going to be a, a nice little force there to be reckoned with. Uh, just the entire NFC West, to be honest. Um, like in, if, I, if we did a top ten – like, I'm sure Seattle would have been my number six, and I'm sure Arizona would have been there at some point because they, Arizona had a good showing against uh, the Titans, but yeah. I, I don't have them that far ahead. But 49ers, again, it's week one. People were laughing at some of my rankings here, but folks, like, it's going to be wacky at the beginning, and then it'll, by mid October, closer to Thanksgiving, we'll have things settled as where they're supposed to be. Who do you got at number four? Number four, I have San, the San Fran, uh, the 49ers. Garoppolo looked, you know, good. Through for 314. Uh, Mostert went out with an injury. Oh, that's, that's yeah. a huge blow to the night. Yeah, and, and, you know, people out there, you guys, I know y'all do fantasy, but but don't be doing, like, they, they were getting uh, death threats, letters. His Who family, was? Mostert's family, yeah. Like for his, getting hurt? His wife, his wife. Are you kidding? Yeah, his wife was saying something like they, they sent notes, and they also sent a letter to Mostert to, like, kill yourself. Like, come Jesus, on. Man. You know, like, it happens. You know, this is a sport. Um, but going, that's so stupid. It's it's dumb. Like I mean, I know we're all in fantasy. We want to win, but yeah, you know, but hey. shit, it, you know, crap happens. Um, golf looked pretty good though. Not too bad. Um, he threw for over three hundred. 
Um, and then, of course, you have Debo Samuel. I mean, they don't really have that number one receiver in San Fran other than yeah, if, yeah. You've, if you consider Kittle. But not a bad game. Okay. Uh, my number four is the Los Angeles Rams. I know I was a lot of talk about, like, you know, they're, me, I, I want to see it to believe it. And there was just all this talk already of Matthew Stafford being, like, this big-time savior and – the Rams are a force to be reckoned with. And I was like, I got to see it. They didn't play in the preseason. So I wondered if that was going to be a factor because, again, it took Brady a while to get used to the system in Tampa Bay. And this is coming from a guy who's, like, done it for so long. Uh, and being in one place, like, Matthew Stafford's been with the Lions, like, his whole career. It wasn't like he was a guy that was jumping around from team to team. So was he going to be able to adjust really quickly? And he did. Showed out. Played particularly well. Uh but again, you're, you're going up against Andy Dalton, which in that freaking game, we didn't talk about this, but or we talked about it off air, but yeah. there was a couple of points in this game where they went for it twice on like fourth, and it was more than five on both occasions. Yeah. And it's like, why are you going for it? And especially with Andy Dalton, like you're not going to get it. You're not like, it, it, it's rare to go for it fourth and five with like Mahomes or Brady, much less fourth and nine, tr- like twice around that area. And you giving the ball to Andy Dalton, like yeah, yeah. I, I I thought at that at those times they were probably going to put in um, Fields, maybe yeah. to do like trick like Wildcat or something, but no, it was Andy Dalton, like and I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Um, but it, that game was competitive for a while early, so very early. I, I'm gonna put this more though on the. I know I mentioned the Dalton stuff, but this was more on the Bears defense. You know, there was a lot of blown coverages too, and yeah. some of those bombs that Matt uh, Stafford threw, so. I mean, I don't see them benching Dalton just yet, but like he wasn't the reason they lost on uh, on Sunday. So, uh, but I'll give the Rams their props; they looked good. But the entire NFC West won, so it's going to be a battle in that division. Yeah, who do you got at three? I have the LA Rams. Uh, I I know early on in our pod before the season started, and even before fantasy, I was like, ah, Stafford, I'm not, you know. Holy cow! Yeah, I'm kind of rooting for him now. I saw the game; I saw the whole game, and he just he looked comfortable. Was not he had a whole bunch of time to pass. Um, I mean, he connected with Cup with or Cooper Cup is that his name? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, their connection was great. But I mean, like you said, there was some blown coverages in in, in uh, Chicago and Khalil Mack. I mean, it looks like he's kind of slowing down. Uh, I think he's getting into his thirties. I don't think he's a, a, a threat anymore. As far as what I saw, right, right. Uh, but props to to Matthew Stafford. Uh, his wife was there. They were all cheering. He looked happy. He looked comfortable. Uh, so I got the Rams. Okay. Um, at number three, I got the New Orleans Saints. Again, we talked about it already. Jameis Winston threw for five touchdowns. I'm shocked he didn't get FedEx uh, Player of the Week uh, yeah. over the air. That actually went to Brady. But I mean, Brady had a great game. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, you know, Jameis Winston didn't really get mentioned a lot. And I'm, I have the Saints high, and people wonder, like, why do you rank your teams, like, the way you do? Like, well, the Saints, like, not only did they win, they won against a team that was just in the NFC Championship game. Like, I know there was the stuff with Aaron Rodgers, the drama and all that stuff, but this is a team that was, like, right in contention for a Super Bowl last year. A lot of the same players returning and stuff. So, you know, you, you figure, like, that, that's gonna, that's a playoff team that they played. I mean, it didn't look like it by the end of it. But right. on paper, it's like, dude, that's that was a team that just competed. Um, so that's why I have the Saints ranked high, and plus they played really well. So, uh, again, much more credit to Sean Payton than we give him. He's one of the top coaches in the NFL. Uh, number two. Number two, I got Kansas City. 
I do as well, so we can bounce off each other yeah. in this one. Um, I mean, it was close for Cleveland. It would have been an upset, but, I mean, of course, Mahomes um, had the la- I think he's the one that had the winning touchdown score. Yeah, right? yeah. So, um, I mean. It, I, I just don't understand, like, how when he throws these bombs, how is Tyreek Hill always super open? Like, I don't get that. Uh, and he's. Small, like he's so like small, I don't get so, it. So like when I saw that throw that he made, it was like, oh, yeah. let me guess, Tyree kill solo, like away from like where there's nobody around. I don't understand how that happens. I don't know how you don't double, triple cover that guy every single game. Like do the game plan that you did that, that Tampa did in the Super Bowl. Like yeah. the 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 how do you call it? The map is there on the blueprint is there on how to beat them. So I mean, but props to Mahomes. I mean. Everyone's going to say, like, ah, the, the Browns blew it. They choked. But, dude, like, it's the Chiefs, the reigning yeah. AFC champs. Like, and it's Mahomes. Like, I picked them to win just because, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs are going to be real angrier earlier just coming off of that Super Bowl loss. But the the Browns are going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm sure by the time it's all said and done, they may be a top five team on this ranking list. So it's going to be a good season for Cleveland. But, Baker, if you if they're gonna want to get over that hump, Baker's got to make those plays yeah. uh, in the crucial moments of the game. So um, we'll see what happens. But Chiefs, yeah, yeah. And then of course uh, our number one is uh, the reigning, defending Super Bowl champions, the Bucks. And that's the only reason I have them number one. Until you knock off the champs, there's no reason why to not put them at number one. And, and especially if they win, of course, uh, nail biter on Thursday. Brady played tremendous. I know. Everything you got to look in context. Like he threw two picks, but one of them was a hail mary, and one of them bounced off Fournette. So like, I feel like those interceptions shouldn't count. And I agree with some of the analysts that say that on TV. They're like those those interceptions shouldn't count in the box score against quarterbacks. Um, but four touchdowns, what almost four hundred yards passing. Yes, he... um, I, Brady's going to be in contention for for MVP if he continues playing at this level. Um, and especially if he's able to, you know, now he's going to have a B for a full season. Gronk looks better than ever. Gronk like, looks, holy shit. Like Gronk look good. I mean, I know people don't really talk about him as a top tight end anymore, but dude, like this guy's like a once in a lifetime tight end player. Yeah. I know everyone talks about Kelsey, but Kelsey don't block the way Gronk blocks and Kelsey, Kelsey don't like adjust the way Gronk does at the line. And you saw the, that play, right? Where he's like, where Brady checked them and then. Does that touchdown and it's just like gravy for for them? Saw that on the Incredible. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say about the Bucks? No, they 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 have a good matchup coming up though. On they do. Not this next one, but the week four. Yeah, but you figured they they lost the turnover battle. They lost time of possession in this game, yeah. and they still won. They still won. So I mean, they have a lot of things to correct. But if you really want to beat the Bucks, like you got to beat them, like. Because they, they can find so many different ways to win. And I don't want it to be a, a point where the, it's always going to have to be on Brady's shoulders. Because I don't think he's still at a top level, but you can't ask him to do that every single time. Like, the defense has got to be the one to, like, you know, control games sometimes. And then where they run it and run out clock and stuff like that. And but I don't know. Maybe Brady does want to show that he's still, like, that quarterback. So Well, like they said, you know, you give Brady a minute 20. That's like giving him 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... Well, that's why I was saying, like, I have to look back at what time that Godwin play happened because let's say they did call it. Yeah. Who's to say, like, there's still a lot of time on the on the clock. So, um, yeah. 
Right. But yeah, those are our power rankings for the week. You can agree with them or disagree with them. Doesn't matter. It's week one. So if there's some stuff out of left field, teams that we left out, somebody thought I left out the, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I mean, I okay. I but laughing. I mean, to me, they got to prove it to earn it on this list. Like, yeah. I mean, it's still Derek Carr. It's still, you know, John Gruden. They, they, they still have a lot to prove. The Ravens are a good squad, but they're right now they're cursed, right? Like, they picked up another running back. Uh, oh, uh, Devontae Freeman. Yes, they were yep. like, she's like, how many running backs are they picking up? Like, and he was, uh, I believe he's the one from Texas or the yeah. Texans. Yeah, so. I know it's in division, and this is uh, the NFC West, but uh, the 49ers need to go ask the Seahawks for some running backs because they got a, a huge load of them on their roster. So. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll I want to see. I'm curious to see what San Francisco does to, to improve on that front. Um, yeah. All right. Are we ready to jump into week two? We are Let's ready. Let's put week one in the books. We said what we needed to say on everything. Let's jump into these games, my friend. Let's start with tonight's Thursday night game between the New York football giants facing the Washington football team in Washington. Uh, obviously, we talked about Ryan Fitzpatrick being out for this game. So in comes Taylor Heineke, the standout from the wild card weekend when they played the Bucks. Uh, last season in the playoffs, and he had a great showing in that game. Um, obviously, there's tape on him now. Right. The Bucks defense was progressively getting better at that point, so he stood his ground there in that game. So I'm going to jump on this Taylor Heineke bandwagon, man. I'm, I'm going with the Washington football team here, and I'm, I know I picked the Cowboys for the division, but if Taylor Heineke shows up here with that Washington defense, watch out. It could be a, a big battle in the... NFC East, and it won't be such a runaway like some people may think with the Cowboys winning. But I got Washington over the Giants because I don't trust Daniel Jones. Yeah, same here. I got Washington over the Giants. Um, they were neck and neck with Denver for a little while, and Daniel Jones just flopped like a doof. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's just no way. Um, a lot of injuries on the Giants' side. And Washington has that. I'm higher on their defense. Their defense is really good. Chase Young. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I got to go Washington. And right now, Daniel Jones and Galladay haven't connected, and I think they lost. Uh, or they have Shepard. He's he's been there, but he's like hot or cold. So I'm going Washington. Okay. All right. Did you say everything you needed to say on that. I'm good on that one. All right. That's tonight. And uh, luckily, we got that out of the way before the game kicks off. Um, let's head into Sunday's games. These are all the 12 o'clock uh, noon games, depending where you're at, folks. Uh, let's start with uh, my New England Patriots, 0-1, traveling to face Zach Wilson and the New York Jets, also 0-1. Uh, I'll let you go on this one. I'm going to go with the Pats. I think they're going to bounce back from that Miami trip. Uh, I know they're playing in New York, but I don't. I think Zach Wilson is in a isn't a bad setup over in the Jets. They're just a mess. Uh, they're in a rebuild. I think they should have got somebody like a veteran to just continue to play there, so that way they can, uh, so that Zach can learn from it. And they also need to get like wide receiver help. I think they have uh, Jamison Crowder coming back. That's not going to be enough. Mm. I'm going to go Pats. Um, I'm actually starting. I think the Patriots defense over the the Bucks this weekend. Um, Belichick's record against rookie QBs is impeccable. Like he's basically almost undefeated. I think the only one he couldn't get to is like Mark Sanchez. I think it might have been that. I could be wrong, but basically, anytime Bill Belichick faces a rookie QB, like it's not even Mahomes. Like 
he beat him his first go. So um, it's not going to be a good uh, trip for the Jets here. I mean, even though they're at home. Right. I'm expecting the Patriots D to play a little bit better than they did against the Dolphins. Um, so they're going to show out. I think they're going you're going to see a lot of turnovers here in this game. Matt, they're not going to have to have Mac Jones do enough, a, a lot. He's going to do just enough. Um, but I see this looking like a 20 to 3 type game. Um, but yeah, I'm going with the Patriots as well. Um, let's move on. We got the 1 and 0 Denver Broncos traveling to face the is he still the head coach Urban Meyer <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars at 0 and 1. That's what you get. You want to you want to not have Tim Tebow on your squad is what happens. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'll start off here. Uh Broncos got a really good defense. Uh, Bridgewater, I mean, what can you say? At this point right now I'm picking him over Trevor Lawrence. Jaguars like wet the bed. Against the Texans, which that could have been a win for them, at least to start off Trevor Lawrence's career on the right track. Right. But I, just, I, I didn't like anything that I saw from the Jaguars. That game I got to watch a little bit of and yeah. was not impressive. I knew they weren't going to be a good squad at all, but right now the Broncos are more well-oiled. Um, I'm going with them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos, even though they lost uh, Jerry Judy to an injury. I think he's only out for a few weeks. But mm-hmm. they still have Noah Fant as a tight end, big guy. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Gordon ran really well. So, uh, yeah, the Jaguars, I didn't really – I mean, the Tyrod Tyra, 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 Tyra Taylor was just, man, like doing everything, running, throwing the ball against the Jaguars defense. I, I got to go Broncos. Okay. Anything else on this game? No. Good. Um Next up, we got uh, the 0-1 Buffalo Bills traveling to face the AFC East leading Miami Dolphins at 1-0. and um, You want to start on this one? I'm going to go with the Dolphins okay. as, a, as this will be my upset game. Um, Brian Flores, he's a really good coach, great. And I think Tua's kind of getting, getting into his element. Um, and, and their defense isn't that bad either as well. Uh, I think they got the whole Xavier Howard thing behind them. So right. now uh, moving forward, uh, I see. I mean, I didn't see anything good come out of the Bills when they played the Steelers. I really thought that was going to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo. I think they're going to have a better showing here. They know that they have to play better. They know they want to contend and be one of the top teams in the AFC. They can't start 0-2. And, and they can't start 0-2 in this division because the Dolphins and Patriots are going to be a little bit better than what people thought. But... It's also, I think this could easily be a trap game, and the Dolphins could sneak it, sneak in the win. So that won't shock me. But I'm still going to go with the Bills. On a personal note, in my other fantasy league, I do have Josh Allen at quarterback, so I do want him to play well. So uh, that's one of the reasons why I'm going with the Bills. But won't be shocked if the Dolphins pull it out. So I got Buffalo. Um, next up, we got the 1-0 49ers traveling to face the 1-0 <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, this is going to be interesting from both sides. Um, I'm going to. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah. No. I'm going to go with the 49ers. Uh, the Eagles had a good game against the, the Falcons, which they call the Dirty Birds. Oh, uh, but I mean the way Garoppolo's playing. Um, I know with with uh, Kittle and and the defense is back Bosa. So I'm going to go with the 49ers. Yeah, I, I'm also. I'm going 49ers, but it wouldn't shock me if for some reason like the Eagles start off 2-0 and and all of a sudden we're like, what's going yeah. on over there? Um, yeah, no, but I I mean, I think this Eagles win, 
everyone was probably looking too much into it. Like, I mean, eh. I'm still not sold completely on them. I still think they got a lot of issues to to unfold uh, in you know in the back office and that stuff. Um, but I didn't like the way the 49ers blew that lead against the mm, yeah, against they, the Lions. So the defense should have a better showing here. So based on that uh, and them getting things back on track, yeah, 49ers are, are the safest way to go. I'll be safe on this bet. Right. Or, so yeah, 49ers. Um, next up, we got a good one here. It's the. Los Angeles Rams at one and zero traveling to face Carson Wentz. Who, damn it, that would have changed things for week one for me. But even though we won in our picks, um, traveling to face the Indianapolis Colts at zero and one. I'm going to go with. I'm oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Rams. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ride them into week two uh, with Stafford. Uh, I know Aaron Donald had some trouble trying to get to Dalton. Like they, the offense is really good at posting him up. But I mean, it's Aaron Donald, so there's. There's some time where he's going to get in. Yeah. Um, and this is against uh, Wentz. Uh, I, it's hard because I like the Colts. Uh, uh-huh. I'm not, but I'm going to, I got to go Rams for the safe. I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going with the Colts. Oh, um, man. I, I look at that first half of the, the Rams Bears game and it was like really close. And if you're asking me who's the better quarterback, Andy Dalton or Carson Wentz, I'm going to go Wentz. Yeah. And I think if you ask him to capitalize on, uh, I'm not going to say like fourth and nine, but, it, they won't be put in situations like that. I think Indianapolis has the better run game, and they got some pretty good weapons. Where I think they'll be able to move the ball a little bit better. Plus, they're going to be at home, so uh, I think the Rams will be humbled a little bit. It's going to be a close game, but I'm going to risk it. I'm going to go Colts here, and uh, the Carson Wentz uh, uh, comeback is in. We'll, nice. we'll start. So we'll see what happens there. I'm risking it. I'm ris- <laughs> risking my record, uh, but I, I got to take some chances here. Uh, anything else on this game? No. All right, we got a couple more noon games to talk about here. Uh, next one is the Las Vegas Raiders at one and zero, traveling to face the Pittsburgh Steelers at one and zero. Two surprising teams that won on from week one. So the Raiders were a little bit of a surprise on that Ravens win. Uh, I'm still gonna I'm gonna pick them because I don't I don't trust the Steelers just yet. Um, I know Juju and and Ben are having some issues like trying to get in sync. Um, I haven't really heard about that running back that they pick at 25 in this past draft. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I got to go Raiders. I'm going to go Steelers. They're at home. Uh, I trust that front seven to do a better job against Derek Carr. So, disrupt them a little bit. He won't be too comfortable. Uh, I think the Raiders are going to – they're probably on a little high right now after that big Monday night win. Usually when when a team like that that's usually not like favored to win a game like that, and they do – they usually come back down the second week, so right. I feel like the Steelers are going to keep it close. Steelers, I mean, let's not forget they they did go like thirteen and zero last season before it, it all came apart. So That's Mike true. Tomlin knows how to keep this crew intact, uh, and again, I trust that front seven to do a better job uh, than the Ravens uh, against Derek Carr. So I'm going with the Steelers at home. All right. Uh, next up, we got Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals at one and zero. Traveling to face the Chicago Bears, zero and one. You can go ahead and go ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Bengals. We were talking about this earlier, where I said that Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase were connecting. He was throwing, and this is against Vikings defense. So, what happened with the Bears? I think it's gonna happen again. It's gonna continue, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I think uh, Burrow and, and Chase are gonna ball out again. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with the Bears. Uh, I know we're differing Damn. on a lot of our picks. Wow. Um, Yes, Burrow and Chase were connecting. I think this Bears defense was 
a little better than the Vikings a little bit. Maybe not by much. But here's the, here's the thing. Do I trust the Bengals' defense to – because if they do this package of Fields and Dalton, I think they can they can try some trick stuff here and, and they'll get uh, – Yeah, but – okay, so you, you're in the Vikings. You have Thielen. You mm-hmm. have uh, Dalvin Cook, Cousins, and they won. The Bears, you have, what, Dalton, Singletary, and then Alvin Robinson. Alvin Robinson. Alvin Robinson. I mean – Really? I mean, I, he, I I just trust the Bears to to do a better oh, job because okay. I still don't I don't like it, that offensive line of the of the Bengals. I, I think Joe Burrow's gonna get banged up again. At some, I think he was limping at some point during that game. So your record, not mine. I mean, are, <laughs> just watch. Remember this game, folks. Uh, Remember this. We'll come back to this one, but uh, next week. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going with the Bears. All right. Uh, next up, we got the Houston Texans at one and zero. Were they the only ones that won out of the AFC South? Yes. <laughs> Who would have fucked that? <laughs> no, I bet you know. Anybody that picked the Texans to, to win week one, like, you're a fucking liar. You're a Fugazi. <laughs> like, nobody picked them. Yeah, hell no. So, uh, w- anyways, they're 1-0, traveling to face the Cleveland Browns at 0-1. I'll start here. Um, uh, Browns are going to bounce back. They're going to be a, a really good team. I think this is a game where you're going to see, like, Chubb and Landry and even OBJ. They're going to have crazy numbers. Baker, too, so if you have him in fantasy, I do trust that. OBJ's out. Oh, he's out. He's okay. Out. Well, either way, the, all the other players, Hunt, Chubb, whoever, they're going to have points this week. So if you've got them in your fantasy teams, line them up this yeah, week because they're, they're going to do well you got, in the defense. you got tight ends. I know Njoku and Hooper or yeah, Hooper are going to ball out. Yeah, yeah. And not to forget Jadavian Clowney. Who had nothing to do with He had a tackle for a loss. He had, he had a tackle he had for two a loss. solos. Jadavian Clowney is going to get on Tyrod Taylor. This is going to be the game. You know what? If this if this ends up being the game where Clowney balls out and be like, it's the fucking Texans. Oh, man. Talk to me when it's. That's your freaking narrative, man. <laughs> well, obviously, you know, I'm going for the Browns because of I'm Jadavian. Going I'm going for the Browns. I don't think the Texans are going to be playing like they did in week one. It was against the damn Jaguars. So uh, this is a, a hell of a lot of different defense. Well, Miles Garrett. Uh-huh. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good God. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the he, real star of that Yeah, <laughs> no. Clowney fucking makes him better. There. Anyway. Whatever. Anyway, I got the Browns. All right, next up, another noon game. It's the New Orleans Saints at 1-0, another division game. Traveling to face the Carolina Panthers, also 1-0. The, the NFC South, watch out, everybody. I think minus the Falcons won. Uh, um, this yeah, could be, I mean, it's a division game. It could be tighter uh, than what we expect. I... Uh, I'm gonna pick the Saints, but the, for the Panthers, if they want to win, gotta get a big heavy dose of McCaffrey, and they gotta get ball control. And Darnold's gotta play decent enough to just you know win. If they can win the time of possession, I think they can win this game. But I'm gonna pick the Saints. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Saints. Uh, the Panthers played the Jets, which is why Darnold had a good game. Uh, like you said, they gotta get McCaffrey in the game. Um, I, but, I mean, the Saints defense, I mean, it shut down Rodgers. It shut down uh, Aaron Williams. Uh-huh. So, I, yeah, I'm going to have to go Saints. I'm going to play it safe. All right. Next up, we got our afternoon games that start at 3 or wherever, you, depending where you're at, folks. Uh, we got the Minnesota Vikings at 0-1 traveling to face the Arizona Cardinals at 1-0. and um, Let me start here again. Uh, NFC West is going to be the toughest division in all of football. Uh, I think the only time you're going to start seeing losses from those teams is when they play each other. Um, 
the Cardinals impressed the hell out of me. You know, yeah. I was expecting more out of the Titans, and you know, with the addition of Julio Jones and all that stuff. But they they wet the bed for me. Um, but you know, Arizona did some good stuff here. Um, and right now, Kyler Murray's playing a hell of a lot better than Kirk Cousins. And again, is the Cousins lose the locker room with all this anti-vax stuff and you know, you know, whatever, all the stuff with COVID. Um, you know, this. Is Mike Zimmer going to be on the hot seat this year if so. if uh, the Vikings can't get it done? He has to be. But, yeah, I'm going to Arizona here, and they'll start off 2-0. This NFC West is going to be incredible. You're going Cardinals? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Chandler Jones balled out with five oh, sacks. Yes, yes. Um, also, DeAndre Hopkins, they didn't lose a step with him and Kyler Murray. Um, Vikings, I mean, I I don't think I trust them just yet. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, they look really good. Okay. Uh, next up, another division matchup. The 0-1 Atlanta Falcons traveling to face the Super Bowl champion, reigning defending Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 1-0. Tampa at home again. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. of course. This is no way in hell I'm going to go against them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Tom Brady and, and, and company are going to come back. They're going to pick up where they left off against the Cowboys. Uh, Matt Ryan is just going to look like he's lost. I don't know why they call him Matty Ice. He's not that clutch <laughs> I've anymore. I've never called him that anymore. He, I called him back, back way back then. Um, he's not clutch anymore. They have Pitts. Pitts should have gone to Dallas. Either way, going, moving forward, I'm going to go with the Bucks big in this one. Um, I don't have the Bucks D starting this week. Um, I, I'm kind of scared that this might be a shootout again for some reason. I don't know why. They're just, I mean, again, Divisional matchup, um, but oh, man, I mean, of course I'm not going to pick the Falcons. I was like, but I thought you were leaning towards. I got to I got to put it in context. Like the the Bucks defense didn't play well, like on Thursday oh. against the Cowboys. Oh, I mean, I, I got to look at facts right now, and the fact that they 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 lost Sean Murphy Bunting, um, that that's a big blow. So Matt Matt Ryan could get some uh, easy touchdowns going on, on the deep end. So. Maybe it, this could be another like score fest. Like it wouldn't shock me if this was like a thirty-four, thirty-one type game. Get out of here, Robert! I mean, I mean, you're going to put the Falcons at thirty-one points. They only scored six against I mean, Philly. This, my dad mentioned this: the Bucks defense are slow starting, and then towards like the middle end of the season oh, when they pick gosh. it up. So if the, if the Falcons score that much, I'll bring you two hot dogs with chili and cheese on it from Ooh. the theater. Gosh, right, I'll take damn. it either way. Holy cow. But no, of course I'm picking the Bucks. I well, mean, I, yeah. hope, I hope I'm wrong in my assessment here, but Jeez. hey, Abe, I got to I gotta go with inf- information. Like Colin Coward, my, when new information is brought to me in data, like you got to – you got to put it into your 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 analysis. Like the you're going to tell me the Bucks defense played great on Thursday. That's the Cowboys though. They're a high powered offense. Doesn't matter. This the, is the this is the, the Falcons. This is the same oh. Bucks defense that kept the Chiefs to nine points in the Super Bowl. Come on. What, what do you got to say to that? Oh, Against Mahomes? Yeah, but. That, but what? What I'm talking about is you're giving the Falcons 31 points. You think they're going to score 31 points? I said it could be. No, I said, you're, I said it could you're be saying that it type. could be a shootout. They Are you listening a, to yourself? They went into how, a shootout with them last season. How do you season? call yourself a Bucks fan, Tom Brady fan, and you're going to fucking say that the damn Falcons are going to score 31 points? Yeah, because you, you under- mean to tell me they were at home? Because you underestimate the division oh, battle. No, at all. no, 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 no. Matt Ryan. They who, went into a shootout who does last he have? year. Who does he have? Kyler Ridley. Do you remember last year? I remember when the Bucks last went year. Down, that like- was last year when they had Julio. <laughs> are you freaking kidding me? Oh, get the. 
Get out of here with that Fugazi stats shit. Sir, 31 points. No, no, circle, no. No, 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 no. Robert, I want you to explain. 31 points? I mean, the Cowboys, yeah, that's the Cowboys. But who? What, who you act Cowboys? like the Cowboys are like this, who, like the, amazing. The Falcons offensive line is trash. Jake Ramirez could be on there on the offensive <laughs> guard and still get pancaked. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that shit. 31 points? That is bizarre. I'm I'm just saying. Oh, my. I'm just saying. No, and if they don't score 31 points, you're going to apologize to the people out there that listen to our show. Because that's ridiculous. Sure, because unlike you and people like Jake Ramirez, don't. Y'all don't like you I, know, I accept give, it. You'll deflect no. to something else. I will be a man, and mm. I will come. I on give here credit when credit is due, which is why I said Stafford blew my mind away because he fucking. But I was harder like on chance. Stafford than you no, were. No, you fuck no. But you're telling me the fucking Falcons. Oh my gosh! I'm just saying, watch out. Thirty-one points. If they don't score more than six, like they did this past game, get get out of here. Robert. Watch out. No. Watch out. All right, I'm done with this. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, these are the later 3 o'clock games, or depending where you're at. Uh, the 0-1 Tennessee Titans traveling to face the Seattle Seahawks at home. The return of the 12th man. This is yeah. the first time you'll have Seahawks fans in attendance. It's going to be a madhouse. I'm, I'm going to take Seahawks. this. Seahawks big. Are you going Seahawks? Seahawks I'm going big. Seahawks. I, I don't want to say anything else because the Titans, they just look <laughs> like they're with their heads cut off. I don't know what the hell's going on, but I'm going to go Seahawks because there's just no way the Titans, I mean, they're going to go into, they're going to be in a slump uh, at Seahawks. Yeah. Seahawks big, folks. Uh, this is going to be an interesting one coming up next. The 0-1 Dallas Cowboys traveling to face the Los Angeles Chargers at 1-0, the home of Super Bowl 56. So I like Justin Herbert big here in this you, game. Uh, you going or am I? Let me, I'll go. No, go ahead. I'll go. The fucking media and the fans out there, you Dallas Cowboy fans out there, saying that the Cowboys are going to go 8-1 and one when we play, by the time we play Kansas City Chiefs. Do you dumbasses know that we play San Diego Chargers with Bosa and Herbert, who's balling out, and and uh, uh, what's uh, Alker, or who's the running back? Uh, Eckler. Eckler. You mean to tell me that the Cowboys are going to bounce back? No! Chargers will win this game. Yeah, I'm picking the Chargers as well. Um, Justin Herbert showed out against that Washington defense. Yeah. And, you know, their, their O-line got a little better. And, uh, again, I don't trust that Cowboys defense. Those losses are going to be huge. If they have Brown as the corner again, oh, hell yeah. Who is it? Car- uh, uh, Keenan Allen is going to have another field day. He's going to look like a 20-year-old Keenan Allen if they face him up against Brown. And, and – my God, yeah, Washington's defense, I'm high on them. They're, they're a badass defense, and even they couldn't contain Herbert. And you think the Cowboys are going to do that? I think there's going to be a shootout also, so. It's. But I like Herbert more. Possibly, but if Bosa has his way, because, uh, we were out with Lyle Collins, uh, because of a, a suspension, so. Oh, that too. Yep. <laughs> there's yes, so many stuff with the Cowboys. Yeah, right so I'm, I'm Woo. going, I'm going Char. I have to. I'm sorry. I love the Cowboys. I'm the, the that's my team, but I got to be realistic. Yeah, I talked real good about them, but. I, you know me, I've been on the Herbert train since he started last year. So. But it, but it's like I told you that with the Cowboys, like something can go right, and then you know for a fact something's going to come back and bite him in the ass, and that always happens where something happens, like they have this lead, and then. Well, I'm sure like Cowboys fans are feeling themselves after this loss with the Bucks, like yeah, like fuck you, Zerloin. <laughs> yeah, screw that uh, guy. Uh, y'all picked up a kicker though, no? Yes, we did. Okay. Some uh, Pro Bowler. Uh, he okay. has some long ass name, so I'm not going to pronounce it. All right, so we're both on the Chargers here. Uh, see, this is why I love Abe. He's like a, it's not a Homer Cowboys fan. He just went on a little wrestling promo there. Loved it. <laughs> Try to go after me for the Bucks Falcons. Oh my we'll, we'll circle back to that. Yes. I, I, I'll get. I'll. 
I'll be right if, in the end. If they score 31 points, that could be our <laughs> first fucking topic that we talk okay, about next for week. Sure. We'll, we'll lead with damn. them. Um, all right. Uh, now we come to our Sunday night NBC football matchup of the week. Uh, I think it's the game of the week. It's yep. the Kansas City Chiefs at 1-0 traveling to face the Baltimore Ravens at 0-1. Lamar Jackson has never beaten Patrick Mahomes. Uh, do you expect that trend to continue? I'll let you go first. Yes, it's going to continue. Um, I, as much as I want to pick the Ravens to win, kind of bounce back, I know they're at home, but they have some issues with the running back. Uh, I know they have Le'Veon Bell now playing, and then I know they picked up Devontae Freeman on the practice squad, and I think he's going to make the roster. So I don't, I, um, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs. Uh, just Mahomes. It's Mahomes. I just. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to start to hear stuff about, like, oh, are the Ravens ever going to... The Chiefs are basically... This is basically, like, I'm not comparing the two, but, like, this is Manning-Brady, where, like, where he could never beat Brady, like, in the biggest moments, in the biggest games. Yeah. Uh, the, like I said, the Chiefs, I think, are going to come out of the gate, like, super hot. They may start out, like, 10-0, and 0, and then, like, once we get post-Thanksgiving, you'll start seeing them lose a couple of tough games. Uh, but again, I know deep down inside, like they're angry after that Super Bowl, so they have a lot. They have a huge chip on their shoulder, which yeah. could be bad news for everybody else. Um, do you think it's going to be a close game, or do you think it's going to be like a blowout? I think it's going to be a close game. I don't think it'll be a blowout. It might come down to like a field goal. Yeah. You going with Chiefs? I'm going with the Chiefs. Uh, I do think it's going to be kind of a route a little bit. I'm, I'm looking like a 31-17 type game. Um, but, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the Ravens are going to play matter, you know. I mean, I didn't see that game Monday, so I can't really put an analysis on, on how that team's feeling or, or what exactly went down in, in that whole situation. Right. Um, anything else on this game? No. All right, lastly, we got uh, Monday Night Football, the 0-1 Detroit Lions versus uh, my fantasy football quarterback on the line, the Green Bay Packers, also 0-1 divisional game. Uh I'm expecting the Packers to bounce back huge. Like, I, but I mean, if they lay another egg, is it safe to say like that? I don't know. Rogers is just tanking the season; doesn't care. Uh, but I don't. I feel like he doesn't. Wouldn't want to do that to the Green Bay fans. Well, no, not only that, but I figured he like we were talking about off air. Like, uh, you know, he this is like his his money year. You know, to make yeah. that money and. I I don't see him uh, playing like that again. I mean, and if he does, then if they lose to the Lions, uh, I mean, I, I mean, well, you pick the Lions. Though. At that point, do you do you bring in love? Like, do you insert love now? I mean, do you trade? Or I know they have a week six deadline of trading. Yeah. I mean, do you trade? Somebody brought that up this week. I forgot who, and was like, "Do you just trade Aaron Rodgers? Do you trade him?" But I mean, even Devontae Adams isn't even in it. Like, he's not right. feeling it. So I mean. Do you, you send one here and another one there? I mean, do you start piling up the yeah. picks? I mean, what do you do? I mean, if Aaron Rodgers, if you lose to the Lions. But are you, did you, you haven't made I'm pick picking it. the Packers. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, because I really don't expect Aaron Rodgers to have that kind of game. But if he does, that's what I'm hypothetically like. Yeah. Do you, I mean, what happens? I mean, do you still stick with him and, and go to week three or what? I mean. Yeah, Tuesday is going to be really fun if they lose. So, are you everywhere going, it's Are gonna, you going Packers? Oh, yeah, because uh, I. It needs to go down because if not, for fantasy's sake, Mac Jones is coming into play for me. Like, there's no questions about it. Uh, but, but I mean, I, let, let's go back into that though. If if Rogers does bomb again, do you trade him? Do you think he gets traded? Oh gosh, I mean, if he doesn't want to be there, but also like, 
I would have to see Jordan Love perf- overperforming and doing like way better to the point where they're like, okay, let's just go with this guy. So let's say they lose. Let's say hypothetically they lose to the Lions. They bench Rodgers going into week three. They have Love play. Love doesn't really connect. Do they go back to Rodgers? I mean, I think it, I, I think at that point it's a mess because yeah. I don't even know if they have a third stringer. Yeah. So, like yeah. I said, I I don't expect Rodgers to do this, have this performance again. But I know we're all worried here. But then by the time like Tuesday comes around, it could just be like this could be like a thirty-eight to ten. I think he'll blow them out if he comes back. From that game with a vengeance, I think he's going to blow the shit out of the Lions yeah. like they always do. Thank God, please, for fantasy's sake. I, need to, I can't go all into an Abe's League, so uh, after all that shit talking I was doing, so uh, yeah, they, they come back to yeah. bite me. Uh, but yeah, that, that those are all the Week 2 matchups. I think we went a lot of different ways in a lot of the matchups here, so we definitely will have uh, a definitive like winner for the standings come next week because... Our picks were way different on a lot of the stuff. So, uh, things to look forward to. What's what's your game of the week? Is it Chiefs Ravens or anything else on the on the docket besides, that you want to see? Besides, uh, I actually want to see the uh, the Rams Colts. Yes, how that that'll plays be, out. That'll be good. I want to see that one. Bills uh, Dolphins will be really good. Bills and Dolphins, just because that that's my upset mm-hmm. one that I have, and then I also want to see how the Chiefs Ravens kind of plays out. And then, of course, the Packers Lions. Like, I yeah. want to see. Like, I'm actually going to watch that game come off. So uh, I actually want to see, I mean, and, and go from there. So a couple of games that I'm excited yeah. for that I want to see. I want to see if Jameis is the real deal. So if, yeah, he has, if he has, like, another four or five touchdown game against the Panthers, like. Okay, so. Like watch out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So watch out. The Saints might be uh, And that's the because they're threat. without Michael Thomas. And yeah. then once you get Michael Thomas in, jeez. Yeah. We'll see. So. A lot of interesting games. I think the Cowboys Chargers will be fun. That'll be a good game. Uh, a little word, but yeah, I think that'll be a good game. Good, good week two coming up. Uh, anything else you want to before we uh, sign off here? Anything no, else just we like, talk about? No, 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 nothing, nothing major. We got everything going. Cool. We did talk about a lot, and we didn't really go long. Uh, it felt like we went longer. We haven't really we've only gone like an hour. We got cool. the we got some people that want to guest. Uh, I'm still waiting for Roger Trevino. Oh yeah, yeah we'll, still I I will get in contact with him. I know he's in high demand everywhere, uh, but I, I will try to get him on this show soon, sooner rather than later. So, buddy, if you're listening, and I'll get I'll be in touch with you soon. Uh, but do you have other people on the docket that want to come on? The I show? have some. Uh, I have a buddy that's uh, calling me out on Matthew Stafford. I hope he's okay. uh, impressed with today's podcast because I talked really good about Stafford. I mean, oh, I he's on the Matthew Stafford. Yeah, he's train. on the Matthew Matthew Stafford, and he was texting me. And he was like, "Oh, look at that! Stafford looks good." And I'm like, "It's only the first game, but I mean, he did look. He did. He he, he, he did good. He looked good. So, um, also, yeah. So, I mean, anybody that wants to come on, I mean, it's not really a what is it like a debate type? No, this is no, more like we, more, we give our thoughts. Yeah, I mean, some people of, some people will lose their mind like Abe on my Falcons Buccaneers. I wish somebody was here for that <laughs> pick because what the I'm I'm gonna if, if that doesn't happen I'm gonna give you shit for. That. I mean, I win either way because if the Bucks blow them out, it's the Bucks. Well, it's Brady. I mean, I come on. That's your that's your narrative. That's that's, <laughs> that's, that's how I'm a heel, Abe. Man, like that's man, how I work. Man. Everybody knows me. That's how I work. Uh, Can't beat me. Yeah, well, I'm excited. Fantasies. Congratulations, Jake. I'm going to end it on this, all right? And you know what? I'm going to give him all the hold props on, in the hold world. Hold on, Robert, because actually I'm going to throw this out there. You lost with him having two players with zero points, and you still got you blown out by well, 29. I blame Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones 29 for that. points. It was 109 to 89. 
Like, I laid oh. an egg. I was just as bad as Aaron Rodgers was uh, in week one. I didn't expect that performance from you at all. I, I, I mean, I was like, I mean, Even Brady got his ass kicked last year 38-3. to So oh, everybody gets one, okay? Yeah, well, Jake Ramirez, congratulations on your week one fantasy win. We will play each other again, and I promise you it'll be a different story. Well, so. There'll be W two because you so picked I, the damn Falcons. So everybody in in the in Abe's league, the, the Expendables, be on the lookout. Palace will be there uh, towards the end, and I'm going to make a deep run in the playoffs. Oh, you heard it here first. Damn it! Uh, uh, the trip in Dallas. It'll be me, but I'm going to represent. You're going to represent this podcast. I'm rep- well. Represent the pod. Uh, uh, hopefully, we get the merch, uh, the shirts. We got our logo, folks, so you're going to see that when this episode pops up. Abe's going to start working on some T-shirts, so if you're interested in that, let us know. Uh, we're not really in the market for trying to sell stuff right now. Well, but maybe uh, do a contest? We could probably do a contest. Uh, again, we're always open for guests to come on. Uh, just you know, shoot Abe an email or... Uh, you know, however the kids contact, you send them a TikTok. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if you're on TikTok. I'm too old for TikTok, man. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, you know, get in the DMs. Twitter. Text them, call them, whatever if you know them, if you're, if you're up for it. You know, I'm not, I'm not somebody here that's gonna like laugh at your analysis or anything like can that. I, gotta be open to everything. Can I say something real sure. quick? And, and for the people out there that are interested in coming onto the show, can you please, like, only serious inquiries? Yes. Like, I don't want somebody to say, oh, I want to get on that show. And then when I tell you, hey, we're doing it Wednesday, and then you're like, oh, I can't make it, that's it. You know, we want people that are going to be dedicated, that want to come on here and say something. Uh, just serious inquiries. If you want to call me or email Robert or whatever you want to do, just please be serious about it. Sweet. We'll end it on that. That's a good way to end it. Um, you can follow this podcast on Spotify. Search Palace Off the Top Rope. It pops up on that feed there. Um, I do share this link through all my social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through podbean.com. You can download the app there. You can listen on your phone, your iPhone. If you're an Apple person, hit that subscribe button uh, on the Apple Podcast app. We greatly appreciate that. Give us all the stars, all the ratings, comments, good or bad, uh, what you want to hear. If you want to come on the show, say, hey, let me on all for it um like i said we got our logo officially made much thanks to sammy flores uh who's uh, who's been a guest on this show uh friend of mine from back home in laredo um did a really good job with it i hope you all like it comment on it as well he did a really fucking amazing job with it so much thanks to him yeah nice logo it was nice and uh i'm still working on the getting the steam music so still on the inquiries about that so if, if anybody knows of anybody that does music actual music for the show not a video intro you know maybe one day down the road we'll do an episode that's video and we'll 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 make something of it but right now this is an audio podcast so i'm looking for audio music like a theme song like an intro real quick 15 30 second type thing intro outro that's what i'm looking for so i'm still on the lookout for that but our logo you'll see it uh yeah that's gonna do it For Abraham Trevino, I'm Palace. This has been the SM Football Marks Podcast. We'll see you next week.